welcome to episode 75. Can you believe it? 75. Crazy. It's surreal. Yeah. And that doesn't even count like the bonus episodes, like with Dan and Sherry, um, Kelly, Frankie. I just talked with Frankie the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone got me a reading from him. Uh, yeah, he right on the head. And the funny thing is, like, I haven't talked to him in a good while. Um, like every now and again, I'll pop into his live and I'll try to talk to him. But every time he goes to respond to me my feed cuts out Hmm. it's been happening for probably four months and so finally one of my friends who also you know follows him and all of that um she paid for reading she's like you guys can never connect she's like you need to talk outside of tiktok she's like whatever he needs to tell you is for non-recorded and she's like and it's not for other people she's like it's got to be just for you and so yeah she paid for a reading and so yeah we've uh done like half of the session um and then we have to I have some homework and then we're gonna reconnect and (laughs) discuss said homework (laughs) okay all right well that's good Mm -hmm. uh yeah it's uh on my end it's been really eh, week I guess um Tuesday night my daughter went to see the queen Stephen X and I watched children um it wasn't the initial plan and we had a baby here and actually she is four months old today She's the cutest little thing. And I was initially worried how Roy was going to react because Roy doesn't like change. And yeah, most of the time she was on his lap watching TV. It was like Aubrey being little all over again. Because like all the pictures I have of her when she was little are with Roy or, or Bentley. Roy Bentley, your buddy. That's those were her faves. She loved them. Um. So yeah, that was that was fun. It was, I and I know I said this to you. I'm like, I totally understand why young people have babies. Good baby and all, but you know they still poop. Yeah. And that. I, I can fully understand that as well. Um, and just thinking back, like, no, I, I don't know. I, I don't want a baby now. No, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no matter, it's done. Same. They took out the factory and left a daycare. I do not, do not, nope. Yeah. Mine all still work. Better than me. (laughs) 
So I'm going to say that. Um, yeah, because honestly, the last time I've changed a diaper was Aubrey, and she's eight now. So I forgot how disgusting formula smells. And oh, funny. Yeah, formula. The formula burps. Oh, God. Okay, stop. You're making me nauseous. Roy got spit up on his jacket. Oh, Christ. All right. No. Yeah. I'm so, and then when covered in all that anymore. Yeah. After the concert, um, my daughter and son-in-law came back here, um, and then the four of us played dice, and we were up to like four in the morning, but we had fun. It was a good time. And then I I wake up and I get up to go to the bathroom, and. There's a mop bucket sitting in my kitchen. The dishes are done. Uh, yeah, they got up and cleaned the house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, they cleaned the kitchen and straightened up a few things in the living room. Because, you know, when you got a couple of kids running around, they make messes. And... Okay, so remember the last time I was supposed to tell a story and we went off on something else because I couldn't find my notes because the boys had been here and Roy gives them notebooks, not knowing what they are. And I don't know if they, what happens to them afterwards or if they take them home. Um, but if they take them home and, and read these notes, they're going to be traumatized. So... <laughs> Um, what I'm trying to say is I, I'm doing something else because I don't have my notes again. On that note, we should probably mention what happened before we were recording. Um, I, I'm not going to go into detail of what we were discussing, but we were having a conversation, um, and she had made a comment and before I could answer, she heard no like very loudly in the speakers and these are the sound reducing whatever mm -hmm. um i don't know real words right now so sorry so it wasn't anything outside of the room nobody is awake yet um it was directly into my ear hole <laughs> And it, it sounded like if you're hearing something on some sort of paranormal equipment, it it it, it was very strange. Um, I'm almost kind of hoping it happens again because I want to see if it comes through again. Um, so yeah, that was fun. But yeah, I it was fun. And I sat there with a weird look on my face for several seconds. She's like, what <laughs> yeah um because we're on camera already so she had seen that I didn't say anything um but then like as she started to get the look like I had made my response and then I'm like what what <laughs> yeah it, and I even said I wish we obviously we wouldn't have been having that conversation while recording but I wish we were recording because I would love to know if that came through. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Interesting. So the fun happenings still in both homes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I was here last night for myself for a little bit and, uh, I was hearing my husband who wasn't home, um, thought my son was coming down the stairs who was with my husband who wasn't home. Um, yeah. But it was shortly thereafter they were back. So I was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I've heard people walking upstairs thinking people were home only to have them come home like an hour or so later. Yeah, we've actually poloed while that was going on. Yep. So fun. So what I'm trying to say is I don't have my notes. I it's like it's like I'm not supposed to read this story. Did you redo the initial story? Oh. Interesting. So it's like I'm not supposed to do this one. Hmm. In that case, may I ask what it is? Um, it's actually Dan had posted the story on okay. the, the group page. And I even said I've already got notes started for this one. It's the Sylvia Lichen story. I don't think I read that one. It's that is one I would definitely have to put trigger warnings on before you start because it it is a horrific story. It's mm-hmm. horrible. Um, yeah. But yeah, Dan posted it. It had to be three weeks ago, maybe. Okay. Because I posted, like, I've started notes on this because I had started mm-hmm. them while we were still doing, like, the spooky season stuff. Um, maybe four weeks ago yeah it was because i would have put it at my week where you would have started research for the next week and then your notes were gone i did an episode we're back to your episode and the notes are gone yes um so three to four weeks ago that's interesting yeah Ah. i'm gonna look for it it was October 26th. Yay. All right. Well, personally, I'm going to go back and look for that. <laughs> it, it It's... I mean, there's been two movies made about it. Mm, okay. Um, I forgot who's in the one, but the other one has Elliot Page before the transition. At the time, she was Ellen Page, the girl, the one from Juno. The Juno about the pregnant teenager. The one in Walmart? No, that's where the heart is. I don't know. I've probably seen it. Anyway, well... She, he has transitioned to male now. So now he goes by Elliot Page. Um, 
but that's who played Sylvia in the movie. And and I, I don't I hope I'm not crossing these, but Catherine Keener plays Gertrude, I think her name is. Yeah, just a raging, horrible, horrible, horrible situation. It was two sisters sent to live with this woman. Parents were supposed to pay weekly to have the girls live there because they were like with a circus or carnival or and um, the older because there was Sylvia and Jenny and there's always a fucking Jenny. I know. Um, Sylvia was treated horribly and eventually died yeah horrible story horrible 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 story sounds like it because not only was was this woman involved in the torture of this poor girl but her children and neighborhood children were also involved in Yeah, and it's horrible shit. That's why I say there would there's definitely and maybe I'm not supposed to tell this one. Maybe it's I don't know, but it's a horrible story. Um, so honestly, I think I'm not gonna start over again. I'm gonna shelve that one. Uh it's pretty bad. So I might know the story. It's it's horrific. Oh, I'll, honestly, like I probably won't remember until I'm three quarters of the way through the story. Yeah. Did I know this? <laughs> um. There's. Trying to find the. The. Uh, movies. Based on it, one is Girl Next Door. An American Crime, and that's the one with Elliot Page and Catherine Keener, and then there's one called The Girl Next Door, um, which is loosely based on, but I mean, if you watch it, it's, it's, yeah, so... It, it's horrific. I used it the wrong time, but it was so funny. So, uh, you said an American what? Crime. Okay. And I think both of these movies are on Tubi, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm not. Um, okay, so what are we going to discuss instead then? Okay, so I didn't know what else to do and I didn't have time to do notes. So I'm doing one I, I'm not doing, okay. I'm doing theories again. Okay. Um. And it's not a case I said I'd never do. 
<gasps> All right, this should be fun. Yeah, because this way I didn't have to do a lot of research because this is one, and Rachel can absolutely attest to this. <laughs> um, it is one I have been obsessed with for five, more than five years now since it happened, and that's Chris Watts. And I swore I'd never do this one. Like, ever, okay. ever. Um, and it's actually going to be a lot of theories. Now, when I say obsessed, I have, I've been in Facebook groups. I am on Chris Watts Reddit. Um, so obviously it comes across my TikTok. Um there was a woman who out of the blue decided to write him and she wrote um, a book based on his letters. I own the original that she did was pulled from the shelf because of some plagiarism. Hi. Um, hi. So she came out with a second version of the book. Um, I have read The Discovery. I have listened to uh, police interviews. I have listened to The Mistress's police interviews. Um, there's two or three other books that have been been written about the case. Um, I can list them in the group on Sunday. Um, after he was transferred from Colorado to Wisconsin, the investigators went to Wisconsin to talk to him more about the case and what happened. Um, I've listened to all five hours of that. Yeah. Um, not so what she's that. really trying to say is she's not quite an expert, but she's pretty damn close. Um, yeah, there's, um, so some dates may be wrong, um, because these are not notes. These are just what I remember. Um, okay, so, um, little, little bit of a backstory, um, Shanann Watts, um, originally from New Jersey, moved to North Carolina, um, grew up, her parents are Frank and Sandy Ruchek. She has a brother, Frank Jr. Um, she had been married once prior um, to a man named Leonard King. They got divorced. She had a house built, very motivated, and then was sick all the time and not doing well. Um, a friend or a cousin or some shit recommended she become friends with her cousin on Facebook or something. 
Um, and that was Chris Watts. And they, she finally said, what the hell? Oh, there's also a, a Netflix documentary. But, and many other documentaries on Tubi and Hulu and Discovery ID. Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of info out there. And this, so, okay. So anyway, she accepts a friend request thinking they're never going to meet. Well, they meet, they go on a first date. Um, and he's kind of like socially awkward from the very beginning. I would think, and this is also a very popular theory that he may be on the spectrum or maybe a sociopath. I don't know. Um, the first date was very awkward. They went to like, I didn't know this was a thing, like a high class movie theater where there's like a dress code. Who knew? Um, but he dressed in like jeans and a shirt. Um, and like he went with her to colonoscopies, things like that. Anyway, they get married. Um, her family immediately does not like, or his family immediately does not like her. Um, I, I don't have much good to say about his family. Um, terrible people. Um, so much in fact, so they did not go to their wedding. The only person from his family that went to the wedding was his grandmother. Um, they go visit a friend out in Colorado, fall in love with the place, move out there. Uh, she gets a job at a children's hospital. He, very into cars, worked at a dealership as a mechanic. Um, he quits that to go work for a company called Anadarko, which is an oil company. Um, she kind of fought, fell into, okay, I'm just going to throw this out there. I, I do Young Living, which is considered an MLM. What's an MLM? Multi-level marketing, like a pyramid scheme. Oh, okay. These people are making money off of these people and it goes up. Now, I don't sell it to make money. Um, they have a product, Johnny can attest, called Deep Relief. That is amazing. Um, and that's, Deep Relief is literally the only reason I stick with it. I don't sell it. I've seen, like, you have to post certain things. And no, that's not me. Um, she gets involved with several uh, um, I've never watched the documentary about that, but I've heard it. Um, unique, which is a makeup thing. And there were several, and the one that she like excelled at was Thrive, the patches and stuff. Yeah, I've tried them. I don't see where it does shit for me, but. I know someone who swears by them. Yeah, I, well, of course she was in it and like all of her family, she had her family, like all 
under her and mm -hmm. um but she did very very well like they paid for her lease on her car like she was very very up there she was in they apparently have like a quarterly magazine monthly whatever she was in one um yeah it was a whole thing so they had two adorable little girls um bella was the oldest I'm not gonna lie i don't remember ages um i believe celeste was four and bella was five or they were three and four um yeah i don't remember um adorable girls and it so I'm gonna throw out there trigger warnings on some some of this shit because it's horrible. Um, so there had been a woman that started, at, and she was like contracted to this company from another company. She was like some safety coordinator and for the oil company that Chris had worked for, and they begin an affair. Um, she, the wife, excuse me, announces, um, she was very, she would have loved TikTok, I think. Oh, yes. Like, she definitely would have been a TikTok person. She, she would have been one of the high up people, you know, that, can do anything in their lives and doesn't get banned. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, she, yeah, she would have been successful on TikTok. Yeah. Um, Shanann went live every day on Facebook um, to promote Thrive. Um, very open with her family life in these lives. Like, everything was out there. There was nothing private, really which is probably the one not great thing. And I don't even want to say not great thing about her because I mean, that's the thing with social media. I mean, everybody is, well, not everybody, but so many people are so open with every aspect of their life. There's like no privacy. Right. Um, and I kind of feel that's what she did. Like her family were her props in this essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, and really, there's not too many people that would have, other than his family, which, fuck them, um, had bad things to say about her or him. Um, she announces on a live that, like, he comes home from work, she's wearing a shirt that says, oops, we did it again. And you can see he's not that excited because he has a girlfriend. Shortly after this, her and the girls go to North Carolina to visit family. They're for, they are there for five weeks. He joins them on the sixth week because she works for a company where she can work from home, so she can work from anywhere. Right. So um, she goes to visit the family. Um, and I am leaving a lot of details out because one, I have no notes. 
to. I never, ever, ever wanted to do this case. Um, while they're there, before Chris gets there, because we'll get to that in a second, she gets into a fight with her mother-in-law, which is already very, a very toxic, dare I say, um, relationship. Um, Cece, which is the youngest of the children, um, had an allergy to tree nuts. And something about they had ice cream with pistachios in them and Shanann went mom like I, I probably would have said something like this too like are you trying to kill my kid it was a big fight she left because in these five weeks they were staying here at her parents and here with his parents <gasps> sorry I haven't had enough coffee yet. I've still kind of sleepy. Um, okay, so long story short, they get out there. And when it comes to his family, she's straight up not having a good time. Now, while she's out here pregnant, not having a good time, he's in Colorado having the time of his life with his mistress, Nicole. Um, and... Oh, you know how you don't know what you should say because this is a public thing um she, um, she has never been charged with anything but go watch her her police interviews that's all i'm gonna say um i i, I am of the camp i do not think she is innocent um I, I would have to agree with you. Um innocent people don't scrub their phones. No. Um innocent people don't lie. And there's many lies she's caught she's caught in, like many, many. But um, so they're having the time of their lives. They're uh I don't know what the fuck it's called when they're they're going to sand dunes, they're going to races, they're going to the car museum, they're going to um didn't they go to a beach too? I don't think so. They I mean they may have, I don't know. Um, but there's like a shit ton of pictures of them together on different dates um she had claimed that she had been to the house once he says no she was there a couple times like i truly think he thought he was gonna get away with shit so he pleaded guilty to everything so anyway okay we're gonna we're gonna fast forward to when he goes to north carolina to join his family you can tell at the airport he is not excited to be there um mm -hmm. there's text messages between shanann and her friends like he won't kiss me he won't touch me um 
I was sick and throwing up. He didn't comfort me. Well, you find out later down the line, he had given her oxy to try to make her miscarry, but all it did was make her sick. Um, that one I he, didn't know. Yeah, he tells her, like, I'm happy with just the girls. I no longer want this baby. Um, it's all in text messages. Um, and, you know, and then during police interviews, you got the girlfriend saying, oh, it wasn't that serious. We were only together six weeks. I personally think it was longer than six weeks um, because, okay, the murder happens in August of 2018. Um, she Googled Shanann Watts 11 months before. That's weird. Right. Very, very weird. Um, now, there are a lot of people who, especially in the beginning, before a lot of details came out was like you know she's a horrible mom her kids were in daycare she was a stay-at-home mom um now look i never did daycare but that was because one i couldn't afford it and two i didn't need it um but if you're working from home regardless of your job you cannot work with two toddlers and accomplish everything she accomplished within that company whether I agree with what she was selling or not, she did damn good. Right. Um, and I have to agree 100%. You can't focus on your work duties when you have two small children constantly pulling on you or, you know, demanding this, demanding that. No, you can't. You can't end a video conference you know with your higher-ups because it's lunchtime you know exactly exactly um so people call her a bad mom because she had her girls in daycare and so she didn't have them all the time and um then you know what most of the workforce is bad mothers because you know what most mothers within the workforce and by most mothers, I would say at least 90% or more have their children in daycare. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's that's a sad whole, fact of life. Yeah, it's a whole different topic. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you're a lazy bitch. If you work, you're a horrible mother because you're not with your kids. I mean, um, you know, she was, she was like the I'm the boss and when you listen to him talk like she dealt with all their financials he didn't even know the bank password um just things like that um it's almost like she had to be because it was almost like she had three almost four kids you know being pregnant um yeah. and they were having a boy that they were going to name Nico and a lot of people think that he came up with the name and because the mistress's the mistress's name was Nicole but so was one of Shadan's best friends she's actually the one that alerted to police that hey I can't find them anywhere 
Right. Um, um, sorry, I just got. Um, they were going to name the baby Nico. She comes from an Italian family. That's where then. So, um, okay, so they get home. She has a work trip. Like, they get home on Thursday. Friday, she leaves for Arizona for a work trip. For the company that she works for while she's gone chris and the mistress go to dinner um at a restaurant called the lazy dog up until then he had paid for all their dinners like with gift cards that he got as rewards from work this time he used the credit card she gets an alert on her phone so she's like going on looking up the menu finding out what the hell could cost that much for one person yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't it kind of costly? It was like sixty dollars. Yeah, I mean, sure, there's some restaurants you can spend sixty dollars on one person, but this I don't think was one of them. Um, wait, he had the kids though, right? Yes, he had got a babysitter for the kids. Okay, but I mean, he could have easily played it off as, "Oh no, I took the girls out to eat." No, no, he, uh, she knew that the kids had a sitter because he told his alibi was he had got tickets to a Colorado Rockies game mm. from work and they were going to do that. Um, she gets dropped off and you can tell immediately what an amazing friend this Nicole is. Nicole Atkinson is her name. Um, Sorry, I keep getting whiffs of my dad's cologne. Oh. Yeah, and it, it's hitting me really hard. Um, she drops her off and she waits until Shanann is in the house before she pulls away. Because it's like, I believe, 1.48 in the morning when she's dropped off. So she waits for her to walk in. And from there, that's kind of where the theories begin. Um Theories began. He waited for her right there because her suitcase and shoes were still at the bottom of the staircase. Um, there are now in the letters that he wrote to this woman who becomes an author. Um, he says, you know, that they, she got upstairs. He was asleep. She got into bed they according to him had sex after they do he feels guilty about it because of you know the mistress and he's so in love with her um they have I, you know he really never goes into detail like he tells her like i don't we shouldn't be together anymore and then he says like he straddles her and that's when he starts strangling her choking her um because initially when he confesses he says that shanann killed the girls 
because they had this conversation. He goes downstairs, looks at the monitor, and the girls are blue. No, there was not enough time. Yes. I mean, not even, whatever. Um, but my thought is, if your girls are blue, why are you not calling 911? Like, that would be the first thing I did. And right. then, like, I mean, of course, any parent's first reaction is, like, I'm going to kill you, but you restrain them so they get justice. You know what I mean? If yeah. that's the case. Um, that's his initial story. Uh, and it was election day that year. Um, he pleads guilty to all of it. Um, which was, I mean, there was multiple counts. There was obviously murder, um, tampering with bodies, um, unlawful termination of a pregnancy the whole night like he pleaded to all of it which I personally my theory if we're going with theories here um my theory is I I do think he killed his wife but I don't think he's the one that killed his girls I really don't Dad, I don't know on. I I don't. And maybe he did. Maybe he did. Um. So anyway, during this confession, they pull out like a drone shot of the oil site that he had the night before, even before his wife came home. Um, told somebody that he would go out there and deal with whatever the issue was by himself. No one else needed to come. He stressed that. So I, I scream premeditated. And that's why I think that the girlfriend is not innocent. I think she helped come up with the plan. 100%. Um, her, her, now, some people will say you can't trust anything from a phone ping. I think you can. Because there's been a lot of people that have been caught by their phone pings. That's why if you're ever going to commit a crime, you leave your fucking phone at home. I didn't say that. Um, her phone pinged near the house the morning of. Um, so, of course, he backs his truck into the driveway, which according to the neighbor, he never did that. He loads the family up in his work truck um he goes and well that was last apparently um according to the letters and well the confession that he gives the investigators in february of 2019 and then later in the book um he put shanann in the back of the truck She's covered with blankets, garbage bags, I believe. Um, girls are sitting in the back seat, not in seat uh, car seats. Um, and he gets to the site. And this is where the trigger warnings come in. If you don't want to hear this, 
fast forward, listen later, whatever. Um, he puts a blanket over the younger one, Cece's face, um, and smothers her and carries her to the top of the oil tanks. Now, she was a little on the chunky side. Um, and these girls were shoved into eight-inch holes and dropped into these oil tanks that I believe was a mix of oil and water. I, I don't know a lot about the oil world, um, but I believe it was a mix of oil and water. Um, and then he comes back down. And does the same thing to the older one, Bella. And apparently she fought because she had like this thing, the skin here was torn. Um, her tongue was bitten. Um, she fought. She knew what was going on. She fought for her life. Um, and then he carries her up and drops her into a tank. Now here is my thought. She had oil in her stomach she went in I believe she went in alive I I could she wouldn't have oil in her stomach if she wasn't my thoughts exactly because there's no way you, you can't swallow and no. yeah so I firmly believe she was alive when she went in those tanks. Then after disposing of his adorable little, adorable little girls, like they were trash, he digs a shallow grave, throws his wife in there. Um, and he even talks about how she had given birth. She had a coffin birth. Um, and he basically threw her in and a lot of people make jokes, um, that song face down ass up because that's how she was. Um, so then he goes, then he, then this man takes a shit at the site. That one I hadn't heard either. Yeah, he takes a shit at the site. Um, and this is the morning of August 13th that all this happens, 2018. Um, he goes on about his day, he goes to work. Co-worker said he seems normal. There's He's not acting weird at all. Well, Shanann's thing was get up in the morning, make phone calls. The, it was supposed to be the girl's first day of school. Um, she had a doctor's appointment that day. Um, there's no posts about the girls going to school because she would definitely be a first day of school parent. I oh, 100% yes. believe that. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so the friend that dropped her off the night before she's trying to call her get a hold of her because she's got an appointment she told her i'll you know i'll go with you if you need help blah 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 um 
apparently she had called the doctor's office. I don't know if, I mean, I would think it would be a HIPAA violation um, to call and ask if this person had been to their appointment and get an answer, but apparently she didn't show up for her appointment. She peeks in like the side lights on the door and sees mm -hmm. her shoes there, her luggage is there. No one's answering with her being pregnant and not doing well over the weekend um, because of being upset over all of her marital issues. She's very worried about her. So she calls Chris. Chris is like, don't worry about it. She went to a friend's house. She had a play date with the girls. And Nicole's like, I know all of her friends. Her car is in the driveway. The car seats are in the garage. Or the car was also in the garage. I'm sorry. Um, so another, I think her name was Cassandra finally said, you need to get the cops involved. So Nicole calls the police. Police get there. They're walking around the house. You know, uh, Fredericksville Police, Frederick Police Department. Was, you know, no movement, no noise, except the dog barking. You can hear the dog barking. They had a, I believe, a miniature dachshund or a dachshund of some sort. Um, you can hear the dog, but you don't hear any kids. You don't, you hear nothing. You see no shadows moving, nothing. Um, the neighbor steps out. They ask, have you seen your neighbor today? And he was like, no. Uh, he was like, but I have cameras. <laughs> um, so then once, like, Chris talks to a police officer and says, I'm on my way. 45 minutes later, he shows up. Goes in through the garage, opens up the car door, seems like he takes something out, goes in the house, almost a minute or two goes by before he opens the door, they all go in. And if anyone has seen the Netflix documentary or any of the body cam footage, which is a lot of what the documentary is, you see a little girl in a bedroom, like, it is not the spirit of one of the girls. Nicole Adsons, Atkinson had her daughter there. And it was the daughter playing. Um, so then this goes to they, he goes in the bedroom and fucking bad acting. He comes out with her wedding ring on his finger. Now there is a conversation with the mistress um, where she tells him to pawn it. Um, so... Yeah, a lot of weird shit. So, and like a very popular thing for people to watch or point out is how he acts when they're at the neighbor's house watching the footage. Like it, he, the body language is crazy. Mm -hmm. And then um, an ad for American Horror Story pops up, which starts out with the fetus and there's oil drums and like, it's almost a mimic of what the fuck is going on. Um, so that's when he finally tells the police, like she's, she's pregnant and yeah, it's so anyway, long story short, he gets questioned. A lot of people get questioned. Um, 
the mother almost shenan's mother sandy almost immediately says check the oil site like she knew um so there's police interviews um if you're bored i highly recommend going to youtube watching body cam footage um, there's even some that actually pick up some paranormal which crazy <laughs> crazy um i hadn't like, heard that side of it oh yes i highly recommend go to youtube and look up um shadan watts paranormal um, and there's body cam footage, like the first one when they're bringing the dog in, like there's one of them, like a, it's a square mirror, but it's born in, on the wall in a diamond shape. You can see, like you can see the, the dog handler. It's not the dog handler. The woman, the one with the body cam, she has blonde hair, but you see a dark haired woman in the mirror. Hmm. Nobody else was in the house. Um, you hear a giggle. Now, the giggle can be explained away as a doll. But if you listen to some of the mistress's um, voicemails, it's the same fucking giggle. It's very weird. Mm. Um, there you hear, it sounds like a woman saying, this is our home. Because there's police everywhere. Mm -hmm. um and then you hear i have cc um there's all kinds I highly recommend then at one point there's even the police were called to the home because a, a dark-haired woman was seen entering the house now it's crazy because when they get there you can clearly see the garage lights are on but when mm -hmm. the police walk in and walk to the garage and open the door the lights are off yeah it's it's crazy mm -hmm. um there's uh one and it, it could be movement like the way movement was but to me it 100 looks like a little kid coming down the stairs um yeah go go watch it you're welcome okay okay well while y'all are on youtube you should check out a movie called the red lights it is an older movie okay um but it is so awesome. Um, it actually delves into mentalism. Mentalists are typically the stage performers that you see that you think are doing the sleight of hand um, and things like that, except they take it a bit further. They're the ones who are pick a card, any card, and they already know what card you're going to pick because they've already pre-suggested it. And they make it seem like you have a choice in what you're picking when in reality you don't. Um, it's not so much, you know, the minor, you know, players, but the big people, you know, who are all over TV and stuff like that is what this aspect covers. And a professor who is played by uh, Sigourney Weaver. 
um, she debunks these people, basically. Um, and at one point, she goes to a home where there is a child, you know, these you know, grand, you know, things are happening within the home, kind of like um, an Ed and Lorraine Warren type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, except in this case, it's there's a hairdresser who is, you know, the paranormal expert um, and is doing different seances and things like that. The professor and her assistant come in. They sit through one seance and talk to the little girl. And they're like, so uh, who who taught you the trick with the cabinet? She's like, oh, so-and-so. She's like, oh. She's like, I'm going to make you a deal. She's like, you don't do it again, and I won't tell. She's like, but if you do it again, she's like, I'm coming back, and I'm going to tell. And the little girl's like, okay. Well, the parents are running out after them because they're leaving. You know, like they solved it. Parents come running out. No, no, come back. What do we do? Da, da, da. And the professor's like, get rid of the hairdresser and your problems are solved. Um, But there is a person who was, you know, one of these big grandiose people. Um and you know in their heyday they they had a particular heckler this heckler passed away at a show guy stopped performing 20 odd years later he comes out of hiding is like hey i'm gonna do a few shows yada yada comes back on the radar of the professor's assistant uh professor's like no leave it alone um whatnot um there is no real reason for this assistant to be an assistant, like can easily be a professor anywhere he wants. But instead, he chooses to shadow this professor, you know, and to help her and continue in the cause of this. Um, so he ends up spiraling and going down this rabbit hole of how the guy does what he does. And there are a couple of instances that make me, you know, question, okay, is it this person or is it this person that actually has the abilities? You know, you're not sure. Um, it even goes into how um in like the big stage performances, people will um, I shouldn't say people, the performers will have like little spies that go out amongst, you know, the people and mingle and pick up information for the people on stage. And so, like, they get into that aspect of it and um, how it's actually fed to the people um, during a show and stuff like that. It's it's really cool, but then it has a twist. So, and, and the twist is... Go ahead. I was going to say, what's the name of this again? The Red Door? The Red Lights. Oh, The Red Lights. See, I would have looked mm-hmm. up the wrong fucking movie and it probably would have been, like, porn or something. <laughs> that would be terrible and it is free on youtube um and definitely worth it um like in normal society people talk about red flags with people um 
And apparently in this instance, when you see the red lights around the people, you know, who are within the paranormal community, that's like their red flags. But instead it's red lights. Sounds interesting. It, it was a good movie. I, I was really glad it was suggested. Okay. Not super long, but yeah, still okay. good. Um, you kind of lost me at Sigourney Weaver. She's not my favorite. But it sounds like a good movie. It's not her typical act. It's not her typical role. I'll say that. <laughs> Sorry. I keep getting the whips. Um, mm -hmm. today's gonna be a great day. Maybe um, you need to take a minute and talk to him. Maybe, but um, let's get through this first. <laughs> um, so anyway, where I left off, please go watch watch anything you can on YouTube. Um, I I can suggest a couple people not to listen to. Um, but maybe, well, I don't even know if the one's even on there anymore. Um, I don't know if you've watched the Netflix one. Yes. When they start talking about the creators and, and things like that. And the one lady's like, she was a bitch. Um, that is, um, the critical K that does that. Um, now, mind you, since that came out, I've changed, but she seemed to get a lot of inside information on, like, people who knew Shanann or Chris, or things like that, and she would have them on her YouTube channel. Um, so I did, like, the dollar pledge, like, to, because, to, man, this the shit she had was really good do i follow her now no absolutely the fuck not um no um but like i said she actually had there's two different people that have written books that she had on the show on her like one was sherilyn Cadle. And the other one was, I don't remember, Kathleen something. I don't remember her name. Um, but yeah, uh, she came up with information that other people were not getting. Uh, trash human. And she's from Michigan. Like, I live about 45 minutes away from her. Oh, nice. Yeah. And when she found out I was from Michigan, she's like, oh, we should meet. No, thank you. Because <laughs> I feel like you would kill me. Oh, shit. Um, she has inserted herself in cases since then that just, like, it's a mess. But whatever. Um. 
Okay, so we're going to fast forward to August 15th, and that's when they get the partial confession. Um, like I said, he pleaded guilty on, I believe, election day that year was November 6th, but I'm not 100% certain. Um, and then he was sentenced November, like later in November or early December. Again, like I said, I this is just all off the top of my head. Um, so I didn't do notes. So dates are going to be... The only reason I remember it was election day was my son was living in Port Huron at the time and we went to go pick him up and it was election day. We voted and I had the day off. That's the only reason I remember this. Not going to lie. <laughs> um, he had pleaded guilty. He was sentenced and the families do their impact, like victim impact statements. Now, um, her parents, in my opinion, okay, so technically his family was victims too because they lost their grandchildren. Uh, um, I think their statements should have been proofread first. 100% um, because the mother spends like the first 30 seconds say, talking about how they lost their family including their daughter-in-law. Um, and then the mother turns it into, I've loved you since the day you were born. Um, and we forgive you, Christopher. Now her family is sitting right there. Yeah. If I was the other mother, I, didn't, I, I wouldn't have been still sitting. No, me, me, me neither. Um, absolutely not. No, ma'am. The the balls this woman had to make that statement. We forgive you for killing and disposing of our grandchildren. And his wife. But even if, okay, she hated the wife. So even if she wasn't, didn't give a fuck about her, that's, those are still your grandkids. And how can you forgive him for that? Yeah. I don't get it. Um, So I know this was supposed to be theories and I really didn't want to delve that deep into the case. Um, But, okay, a lot of the people, um, their theories, especially after the books have come out and things like that have come out. Um, it, like some of the theories are they, that they never had sex. He killed her while she was sleeping. Um, now in one of his letters, he talks about the girls waking back up because he claims he had smothered them and they, he thought they were dead. And then he claims they woke back up. And any, like in the letters, if you read the books, he doesn't really talk a lot about the youngest daughter saying or doing a whole lot on the drive. Everything is the oldest daughter. Um, 
I think if he actually did attempt, it caused some brain damage due to, you know, lack of oxygen to the brain. Um, so if that is true, I think she had brain damage and would have been much easier to smother. Right. Why there was no fight in her. Um, and like I said, my theory is I 100% believe that the older one went in alive. She had, um, oil in her lung or not lungs, sorry, not her lungs, her stomach. Um, yeah, um, I fully believe even if she didn't do anything as far as killing a member, I 100% believe that the mistress was there either before, during, or after. And I'm, I'm going to say after, and there was some neighbors that described her truck. Like when the police were asking questions, they described her truck as being in the neighborhood and they thought that's why the police were there because something happened with that truck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of after things in the case that will piss you off, like his parents going on national TV and blaming her and trash talking her. Oh, yeah. Fucking horrible people. Awful people. And you were they victims? In a sense, yes, they lost their grandchildren. Um, they do not behave like, and they really don't even have good things to say about their deceased grandchildren either. Nothing. No. Yeah. Um, some people think, because he claims he will never tell where he got the oxy to drug her. Because he claims he also drugged her before he killed her, but then he retracts that one. But he says he will never tell where he got the oxy. Um, one theory on that is um, that his sister, her sister worked in the medical field. Mm. So that is a theory, obviously not proven. Um, let's see. Um, another theory is that dark arts were involved. Um, he does claim in his letters that the mistress was involved in very dark things. Um, she would make him drink this drink and he always felt weird after. Um, I'm like drugging your boyfriend. Right. There was um, apparently crystals found under, I believe, one of the girls' beds. Now, you know me. I don't believe crystals are used for bad. They can be, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe in her case it was um 
and he had been searching for a specific crystal that she had wanted. Um, it's kind of a, a rare one, and I, I gotta say, I have one, and it's probably my most prized um, crystal. Um, it's in one of those like cages that you can put in your necklace, um, a dioptase. Oh. Um, oh, oh, yeah, that's, it's a strong one. It's a fucking strong one. Yeah. Um, very rare and very pricey. I have a fairly small one. Um, nothing within reach that's that small. And I paid over $60 for it. Yeah. So yeah. it's Moldavite cheap. Yeah. Oh, I have a few Moldavite pieces and none of them are cheap. I have one that people say, oh, you lost your pendant. No, it's there. It's there. It's just really, really little. Because um, you can see the wire wrapping where it looks like a pendant would be hanging from, but you really can't see it. Um, it's Ah, dad is very persistent today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so a lot of people think that like the dark arts were involved and he became possessed by something. And like in his interviews, he was like, why couldn't I let go? Couldn't I have just let my girls live? Like, could I have saved their lives? Um, and he talks about feeling like it was somebody else in control. Um, yeah, like it's, um, so my personal theories, like I said, um, I, I, I don't, I, okay. I don't want to say she killed somebody, but she was involved at some point, which is why her phone pinged in the area. Yeah. Um, so like I said, she was either involved in cleaning some shit up because he left for work and he comes home and they go right in. It's on body cam footage. There is nothing out of place, really. Now, she was at work. But I, I believe at some point, like, there was some time between the murder of the wife and him leaving that um oh crap I didn't realize what time it was um I think she helped um and I think he took the blame for everything to keep her out of trouble prison anything now I also it it, it is a rumor um that's out there um, but I do believe she had his baby. Oh, okay. Because in five years, there has been no, she has not been spotted. Really? In five years, there has been nothing. That's odd. Nothing. No posts of, is this her? Look who I found. Nothing. Hmm. yeah nothing. so um yeah i i gotta leave 
for work. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, have a great week. See you um, next time. See you next time. And I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe I'll have some actual notes my next time. I don't know. <laughs> I'll try not to do mine on tiny paper. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.